Hello, and welcome to Geeky Rummy. Hi, George. Hello. What's the funny thing that happened to you this week? Um, it was not a funny thing that happened to me, but I read a hilarious news story. It is actually a couple of weeks old now, but it's still making me laugh, about a woman who couldn't take her baby on the bus because there was a cat in a pram taking up the pram space. <laughs> and as as a bit of a crazy cat lady, I can identify to the need to take your cat out and about. And I, this is, I feel like I've had a vision of my own future. This is going to be me one day with a cat on the bus. Future you? I think it, I think it was. <laughs> I mean, that's a cat a, on the bus. That's a good idea if you don't want to sit by you know, a smelly person. And a I'd rather or... sit by a cat any day on a bus than another yeah. human being. Be Definitely. Cool. Hi, Keith. Hello. Funny story of the week. Go. Funny st- I don't have funny stories. I've, 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 I lead yeah, a very serious life. Buses, but... He got on a bus. Ergo, <laughs> <laughs> the reason for not having anything funny to say, being on a bus. It's a very serious um, thing, being on the bus. I think the, yeah, the funniest thing that happened to me this week was George posting that... Uh, Comment about a lady on the bus with a cat, cat in a buggy. Cat in a basket. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was probably the funniest thing that happened to me. Hi, Dave. Hello. Funniest story of the week, go. Um, I'm kind of boring as well. I've just been in the house all week job hunting, so it's kind of been a fairly poor week for me. What's the weirdest job you've seen? Um, I don't know about weirdest job I've seen. The weirdest job that I apparently pli- applied for. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> How do you apparently apply for a job? I, I applied, oh, yeah, I, I applied for a CAD technician job with a, a concrete company based out in somewhere in the in the wilds of Digbeth, I think. Um, and, yeah, got an email a few days later saying that my application for a forklift truck operator was, unsuccess- <laughs> was unsu- unsuccessful because they felt that I didn't have the necessary skills. <laughs> Which I think is a fair comment, really. Yeah, I mean, a fair, I mean, that's a fair rejection reason. Like, yeah, in terms of, oh, I can draw you a fortnight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, I just emailed them back and said, "Sorry, I didn't apply for this job. I applied for the CAD technician job with your company." And then just got an email back saying, "Oh, sorry, still no. Yeah, <laughs> position's been filled." Yeah. And then had that position has been filled email about five times now, which is getting rather irritating. Hi, Phil. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Well, you look like a right mess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put yourself together, lad. I am a mess, but I made it. I am only five minutes late. Tell me, funniest story of the week. Go. Keep um, it brief. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw someone fall over on the street the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to keep it brief? <laughs> Mate, if someone's fallen over, I need to know how, why... It was. Um, it had been raining, so the pavement was really slick. And you know when you're like skating and you sort of your arms go out and you're like whoa, whoa. It was like that. They sort of they slid maybe a couple of inches forward, and it was like they didn't know which way this was going. And like, I was wrapped. Was it like the Scooby Doo bongo scene? Like when they're about to fall over, they're just like yes, shuffling it, it, was, it was. It was pretty much exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't down Priory Queensway by any chance? Was it? Because that always turns into an ice rink whenever there's a drop of rain. Um, it wasn't, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Guy. Ryan. Funny story of the week. Oh, it's not, it, it was funny, but it was irritating. Two kids uh, from a <laughs> guy's <laughs> life. Guy's life. <laughs> yeah. A couple of kids on the train and working for a theatre company. They just like start doing like gymnastics on the train and like spinning around in the air and like just using the seats to do. Gymnastics. Did you join in? No, I just gave them a dirty look, obviously. But it was quite funny that they'd found a use for their time on the train. So, yeah, that was Hi, Callum. Hi, Ryan. Funny story of the week. Go. He, Funny story of the week. He locked himself yeah. out. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I managed to fall asleep during one of my lectures. 
Uh, I went. I thought that's normal. <laughs> yeah, I went easily done. Student, yeah. I don't know, but it's, I feel like it's still awkward whenever it happens, though. And like, can you tell us who was doing the lecture? Did you snore? That's the real question. I don't snore, thankfully, but I sort of did so that everybody thing where my head was dropping. Everybody sort of, snores. I dropped my head down onto my desk, and it was really obvious that I'd fallen asleep. So it's like everyone around me was sort of like. Wondering whether to wake me up or not, and then the lecture just came along and literally just slammed books right oh, down next to me. So oh, oh, everyone in the room saw, and it was just so busted. Oh. So you forgot the most important trick that anybody learns at university is put a piece of paper between your elbows and then rest your elbow, head in your elbows. Yeah. Because it looks like you're reading and you're concentrating whilst yeah. having a good old nap. Can I just want to say that the lecture you fell asleep in, just remember later in life, you're going to be paying that back all the rest of your life. <laughs> so you fell asleep, you are going to be paying for that sleep. Yes. You will oh. have six months worth of money coming out of your wages to pay for that lecture. <laughs> it will never be forgotten. Brian, oh. go yes. on, something to you. What's been funny for you? Funny going into a pretty much deserted cinema with George and Dave to watch Blade Runner. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a freaky experience because it was just us and the staff at one point. Yeah. I feel we should also point out though that we arrived, there was nobody else in the cinema, so we decided we could go and pick like the optimum seats, at which point as soon as we arrived at the optimum seats, Ryan promptly threw his popcorn everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, by accident? Yeah. How? Uh, I don't know, it just the first like inch of popcorn decided to, to jump out, out yeah, of the box. Just, just a spasm. <laughs> yeah. Let, we must those boxes are not structurally secure. No, they're just made out of the flimsiest yeah. cardboard. So it's yeah. not surprising they don't, you know, explode at the early. And like they fill them up right to the yeah, top, and so like like, they're already falling off. There was like they a meniscus of popcorn at the top of them. It should be like a pint glass. It should be there's a fill level over which you don't go, so that you don't spill it. Yeah, either that or like a small hole. They, at the well, they top need for they need like a holder. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually at the other end. They need like a holder for your drink and for your popcorn, just in one. Because, like, when you're trying to go through and you're trying to give the person the tickets as well... They're, they're got, like, called your... hands, Callum. You, you have two I know, of but them. If you've, got, if you've got your popcorn... If you get a large popcorn, you've got a large drink. You get a large drink in one hand, large popcorn in the other. But then you've got to show the tickets to the... Yeah. <laughs> Callum... Hang on, what I, cinema I, are you going to that you show your tickets after you've bought your concession? In most of the cinemas I go to, they won't even let you pass the flipping I usually, door. I usually go to the one in Coventry, so... I'm worried, about, I'm worried about the issues Callum has in life. <laughs> I think we need to have a quick talk into him. Time to track trailers. So we've had a plethora of trailers come out over the last few weeks. It's a good description there. A plethora. 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 It's a plethora. word you don't hear often enough. Yes, a cornucopia of trailers, that'll do as well. Yeah. Word of the week. Yes. <laughs> Education with Nicky Brummy. Brian Ball of Thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots of trailers. So we're going to start off with probably the biggest trailer to drop over the last few weeks, which is, of course, The Last Jedi. Sorry, before you say that, look, everybody look at Phil Ellis out the window. He's doing a, he, it's, he was just stood there for ages, groping his face. What was he thinking? He was doing that in the studio earlier. It's his beard that he seems to have... I think it's the, I think it's the hungover, is everything still is intact? It's, yeah, is my face still here? And now I'm getting the finger. Right, carry hey. on, Ryan. Bless me. So, Last Jedi. <laughs> so, it's dropped. You've there's been, been me- Yes, there's been porgs. What were you thinking? I'm excited. I'm nervously excited for it. Just in general, or about the film? <laughs> Just general life the state. Film. I mean, I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I'm hoping we're going to get some more on Ray's background. Yes. And I wonder about her direct and the direction her character is going to go. Who's her? Ray. <laughs> Cat's mother. Ray. <laughs> I think they've cut the trailer to give a lot of. Misdirection, yes. yes. By the way, they've Definitely. done it. 
I mean, from the way the trailer's been cut, it looks like, ooh, is Kylo going to come back to the light side? Is Ray going to go to the dark side? How is it going to happen? Interesting. Mm. It's nice to see the Atats back as well. Yes. Mm. Yeah. New shiny First Order Atats. Though. Yes. I'm not sure about those new rebel, well, resistant ships, though. They look a bit weird with the mm. dangly bit of the bomb. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping we're going to get like some proper Captain Phasma. I feel she was criminally underused in, in Force Awakens because yes. there's the potential there for her to be really, really cool. I mean, she's worked by Ben and Chrissy for God's sake, who's amazing. Yeah. Um, and her comic book story has been amazing. Um, just I don't know. I do wonder if there well, is going to be going to see more of her because they they've gone hard on the first yeah. order and the Captain Phasma stuff at Disney. So when we were there, we saw a lot of that. So yeah. I'm wondering if surely they wouldn't bother on putting all that stuff in if she wasn't going to have a bigger well, part to play. We know she's going to have a throwdown with Finn at some yeah. point because that was pretty blatant from the trailer. But and why is he in the first order uniform as well? It's because mm. they they're infiltrating into yeah. it from mm. what I've read he's, he's gone have they back. got another big planet with a big gun in the middle of it probably <laughs> <laughs> although my, my thing for thinking with Phasma is is she's just this um, this trilogy's Boba Fett she's mm. a cool looking character and I don't think we're going to I don't think we're going to get any real character development for her yeah. I think she's just going to appear she's going to look cool she's going to kick ass and that'll be it yeah I think want more, want more more Phasma yeah it's yes. danger of overuse though I think with all these characters, if you like, throw too much of them at the screen. Well, we're adding we're adding loads more new characters in this yeah. episode as well, and I, I think um, yeah, the oh, is, that his, the, is that his name? The little um, was it the little penguin Gorg thing. Porg. The little penguin. Yeah. Individually, they might have names like Bob and Gordon, <laughs> but uh, Porgs are the collective thing. But that scene as well was the one that I didn't like in the trailer. Yeah, the whole CGI Chewbacca. It was like, oh no! Mm. I saw somebody yeah. describe the Porg as Chewbacca's kid online. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that is so not Wookiee like anatomy. Wookie. Thank you. Very much. I didn't realise Chewbacca was CGI'd at first, and I just thought he looked really weird, and thought they'd made like a whole new costume for him. But it just looks so yeah strange. Yeah, but mm. I don't know. I ha- I have hopes. Yeah, I think it looks a new to- hope. <laughs> Sorry, <Wait. laughs> yes, but it looks like this could be the possible Empire movie. They've gone uh, a lot darker in tone, I think. You see, this is where I become very nervous at the idea of um, this will be the new Empire movie because it makes me very, very nervous. The fact that, like, we've we've had Empire. Yeah, we all know that's that's the pinnacle of of the Star Wars that we've had to date. Yeah, possibly with Rogue One coming a very close second. Yeah, I just want them to tell us a good story and not to kill Luke Skywalker because if that stuff goes down. I'm I'm out. I'm throwing yeah. popcorn on the floor deliberately, and I'm storming out because you can't you can't kill that. You and, can't and, and kill the, off that lustrous yeah. beard, can you? <laughs> and the whole kind of manipulative thing that they do with the trailer as well of kind of like looking at, looking yeah. like Kylo's gonna gonna dispatch his uh, parent, M- Mumsy, his yes. other parent. It's like don't cut that together yeah. because people is gonna, people are going to call you out on this when they go to the cinema and go, you've just completely misled us. They did it with Rogue One, doing it again with this trailer. But this does mistake. call back, as I said, to Empire with the whole big reveal there. So I think again, this is a lot of misdirection. Get a big reveal in this one, yeah, definitely. and it's all set yes. up for the fo- mm. finale. I think. Yes. All right. Uh, Hayden Christian's going to come back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving along. Don't laugh, guy. Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> so, Guillermo del Toro is not back for this movie. But we're going to have the sequel, Mr. Stacker Pentecost Jr., John Boyega himself from Star Wars. I 
I really enjoyed the first one because it was just minus stupid robots versus monsters, and that was probably one of the last, one of the few people to bother going and watch it in IMAX at the cinema. And anybody else a fan of Pacific Rim one? Yes. I didn't see it, but having seen the trailer for the second one, I'm very excited to go back and watch the original. Yeah. Because it looks like tremendous fun. It is. <laughs> as I said, it's it's a fun movie, and it's a stupid movie, and it was always built to be a dumb, stupid movie about mm. big robots fighting big monsters. I mean, you can tell you can tell that from the trailer. That's yeah. I mean, the people, point of what it is. People yeah. were not watching that for the plot in any way, no. shape, or form. I mean, Keith, did you watch the first one? Yeah, I watched the first one, mostly because it was um, Guillermo del Toro, but also because it's giant robots, battering giant, giant, giant <laughs> monsters, giant robots. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it looks good. More robots be- beating up more monsters. What's not to yeah. like? I mean, and the blokes, we, and the director have, has yeah. got um, form. He's he done Buffy. He's done yeah. uh, other bits and pieces. So yeah, he did Daredevil first season of Daredevil. So yeah. um, mm. it I should mean, be good. I don't. We've, we've even had this in reality. We've had the Japanese US giant robot fight this week. Yeah. Which was being streamed on Twitch. So it's kind of like, he was predicting the future with giant robots having a big fight. Yeah, I think you know what you're going into before you even get in the screen with this. It's yeah. just going to be nonsense. It's hokum. And, you know, we need a bit of fun in the world every now and again. And it's nice to see yeah. Bern Gorman back on screens after a no, Torchwood. It's not nice to see him on screen. It's just like, we need to bring somebody back from the first one. Oh, yeah, let's just cast that guy. But <laughs> I'm, I'm both the scientists. You loved him in Game of Thrones. Who was he in Game of Thrones? He was the one who killed off. What's his face? Big guy. From <laughs> yeah, what's his face? Yeah. Yeah, Many I series ago. <laughs> Charlie Day's in there as well. Yes. So both the scientists are back. And Rico. Rico. Yeah, she's back. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it's going to be good. Just like sh- robots punch stuff. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mm. As long right. as I get to hear that title repeated loads and loads of times, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> Tomb Raider. Alicia Vikander. Academy Award winning Alicia Vikander as it made clear in the trailer. I don't think she'll be using those Academy Award winning skills in this movie. It looks using that neck. I mean it looks like pretty much the trailer is of the game that they made with Camilla mm. Ludington a few years ago and they've just taken the entirety of the game and thought, we'll just make a movie out of that. Yeah. Fair I form. think that's a pretty accurate representation of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean it look it, I think to me personally it definitely looks a lot grittier than the last movies. Which well, Angelina Jolie in, yeah. Which in the Tomb Raider story. It, exactly. There, yeah. there was no Lara Croft in that movie. It was just Angelina Jolie p- pretends to play Tomb Raider for a couple of hours. <laughs> I think that was the original movie starring Angelina Jolie's cheekbones instead of Angelina Jolie. Like, yeah. She then followed that up with, uh, with Maleficent, which also only starred her cheekbones. Yeah. And no acting discernible talent. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the story of the game, so I played through the 2014 game to death. And it is well-crafted mm. story, but I'm not sure how that's going to translate very well to a big screen. Mm. Keith? Two things. Where were the tigers and where were the dinosaurs? That's <laughs> like, you can't have too many about that. And the, but for me, the one thing that bugged me was halfway through the middle, there was kind of like the reverse Peter Pan comment, where, the, where she says, oh... It's going to be an adventure, and he goes, "No, death is not a great adventure." I was yeah. kind of like, what, "What's going on there?" It just looked like, "Oh my god, we've got CGI. Let's do as many ridiculous things as possible." And this made me kind of 
long for the days of Raiders of the Lost Ark or stuff where you would have had practical things. People doing things were real. It was just kind of... There was a lot of that I think the plane team was finished. pretty blatantly CGI. Yeah, yeah, they might as well have just like put the cutscenes from the game in between. Uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> just done that and just cut the actual gameplay out and just put the cutscenes together. And that would have probably been the entire movie from start to finish. It, it looks rubbish, but it has one redeeming factor. Walton Goggins is in it and he is amazing. No, no, no! I'm not having a bad word about Walton. <laughs> who, Don't even start. Who is that? He was in Hatefully and that Voice Principles. Who was he in Hatefully? He's the one with more teeth than a mouth should normally allow. Who did he play in Hateful Eight? Uh, Which one? Oh, I can't remember the name, but he's he's at the end. He's still surviving at the end. Oh, another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay, now I'm excited. Sort of, sort of surviving. No, now, now you've sold the movie to me. So. <laughs> Don't be hating on Walton. <laughs> Next up, Key News latest movie. Replicas. Mm. I got a really strong Ghost in the Shell vibe from this. I got a strong feeling that I hated you after I made you made me watch this, Ryan. Oh, oh no, we get worse later. I mean, keep, keep listening for that one. <laughs> I think it to me it looks interesting, although I'm a bit hesitant and worried that it might just become a bit of a like wannabe Terminator, and it's gonna. But I'm being I'm hoping to be optimistic with this. I think it's got a good premise, and it seems interesting from the trailer. It's garbage. <laughs> Let's be honest. Any, any film that introduces itself with, from the producers of Passengers and Transformers, it's like, yeah, what did, what did somebody in a drunken stupor watch, like, loads of Keanu's old 90s movies? Oh, look, he did something Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, look, uh, there's a bit of uh, ex machina in there. It was just a mishmash of all the worst 90s films you ever saw roped together into a dreadful, homogenised, awful... I love Keanu Reeves, but this is looks like garbage of the highest order. So you're going to buy that on uh, pre-ordered Blu-ray Steelbook, yeah? No, no, no. With the special artwork of Keanu's face really close up. It's just rubbish. Do you know what was awful about this trailer? Is the fact they put a song with lyrics on throughout the trailer and it was kind of like like the lyrics occasionally just like intercepted with the dialogue and it was kind of like that's really frustrating so like it was like is that somebody singing during the film? And it's one of those breathy speaky trailers so Uh, nobody's speaking loudly it's all like in hushed tones in laboratories and it's kind of like I can't hear what you're actually going to talk about. The, the only redeeming thing is that dude from Silicon Valley is in it, but he just looks like he's playing the same whiny character. Um, and why does whenever there's a tragic accident that happens to everybody, it's always a bloody car crash? <laughs> it's like, can we not find another way of kind of like dispatching people's families? <laughs> yeah, that seems more We've reasonable. Had, it's always transport. It's never anything like natural or anything like that. It's always transport as well. It's got to be car, plane, bus, train. <laughs> like People do get injured in other ways. Why can't you have just like somebody slipping in the bath stuff? Somebody slipping <laughs> in the bath stuff. You could turn like the injury of Phil sort into a complete disaster movie. And where's the injury claims for you specialists in this? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but. And also, let's talk about. Let's just mention the fact Keanu Reeves. You're not a scientist. You do not. <laughs> like a scientist, you're not a scientist. So, is it right to say I'm in the minority here and well, sort of looking forward talent, to this you movie? you go watch it and report back and... <laughs> I will do, I will do. I will go see this movie and I will come in with a full but review of it. Credit where it's due. He, 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 is qu- he is quite young and I do remember his age going to the video rental shop and renting Ice Pirates and Star yeah. Crash. You know, you're allowed to watch some tr- trash when you're young. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, Callum won't get into the Senate because he'll be too busy trying to juggle his popcorn <laughs> so trying to get his ticket out of the pocket so he won't get to see the film. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, last one for this segment. Paddington 2. 
I really, really liked the first Paddington the movie. The first Paddington movie was fantastic. You were of the right age. I mean, though. that's a glowing <laughs> review. I, I only watched it last year. And, I, and you're still <laughs> of the right age for that movie. <laughs> but I think it was done with care, with love, and with mm. some attention to the character. Yes. And it actually, I think it was pretty close to the original books. It was sweet. Hmm. It was a it was a brilliantly well well mailed well 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 mailed well like a bear does Keith. <laughs> See, I had that as whale made. This <laughs> film made it's by like whales. Jack Horseman. It's, like, it's the, the, um, the Pacific Ocean Film Festival. Um, yeah, I, it was a, I, the first one was a brilliant brilliant film. I, I remember being in the cinema at the point towards the end where something's about to happen to Paddington yeah. that really gets you on that. And, the mild and the, peril, which and is the worn of in all trailers. the entire audience gasped when it happened. You know, that people were so enwrapped into what was happening. It was beautiful. Um, but I like the callback in this one to the kind of Michael Holden cartoon. Yeah, I was going to say, the, um, it's a callback to one of Michael Holden's original cartoons. Yeah, they used to have, it used to be that there was a, a puppet animated Paddington and all the yeah. rest of the characters were cardboard cutouts. And this looks very much like that. And, you know, it's a great cast. Any opportunity to see Sally Hawkins on the screen is a welcome one for me. Uh, it, looks, it looks really good. Time for trailer talk, part two, Justice League. Heroes. Rubbish. Oh dear. Uh, can I sum this up? Go on. One, one thing. I went to the cinema with our good friend Captain Kirk. He saw this trailer and he looked at me and went, What the hell is that? I think that sums it up, really. Yeah. This could have been a trailer for any film made in the last 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mishmash of ineptitude, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the music was terrible. The scene choicing was terrible. The plot d- plot reveals were terrible. I mean, we all know Henry Cavill was coming back. He didn't have to show him four different trailers by now. It was kind yeah, of like they've, they've kind of given up <laughs> pretending that he's going to stay like yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like you've just ruined the entire film yeah. by these rubbish trailers. And getting you two to record a David Bowie song should not be allowed in any way, shape, or form. Definitely, they should be short. I think. I think to be fair, these were some of it. It's a DC trailer. The only thing was, that I it was liked... very grey. It was very washed out. Very it's, it's... generic suspense. But even when they're throwing colour at the screen, it was like still dull colours. Yeah, it was like they're trying to like do that whole Guardians of the Galaxy throw lots of different colours on the screen. This is the thing. I think it's partly it's trying to be a Marvel trailer because Marvel trailers really do embrace the fun elements. I mean, for Ragnarok, the marketing yeah. for that has been spot on. Yeah. Um, and the same with yeah, Guardians and you know Avengers, maybe to a lesser degree. But the, the, obviously, this is DC's Avengers, yeah. basically, and it's just just doesn't look fun. <laughs> Ezra Miller yeah. is trying his yeah, best. Yeah, I was going to say Ezra Miller is the only good thing in this. And entire I, I never watch Ezra, Ezra Miller in anything. Yeah, yeah that Flash dude's still still terrible. Though. Was this um, actually a new trailer? Because I I didn't watch this. I just saw one <laughs> at the cinema last week where Wonder Woman looks like she. Dropping out a lot of mid air. What is that face she's pulling? Well, they've done, they did the Batman trailer, the Wonder Woman trailer, the Superman trailer, and this is like the whole team together kind of trailer. And it's it's, Cyborg looks like a bit of tinfoil left over from a turkey cooked at Christmas. Snapchat filter. That's what he is. That's all it'll ever be. It's a Snapchat filter. Yes. I'm sure that will come out any day now. I prefer the dancing hot dog to be in this movie, to be honest. (laughs) I'll I'll be honest. You're saying about like. The contrast between the DC and the Marvel stuff. Like obviously, when when we saw it, when we went to see Blade Runner, yeah, this uh, you know obviously we had 
the uh, Justice League trailer first, and then straight after we had the, the Thor Ragnarok trailer, yeah. and just the contrast between the two. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is a film I actually want to watch yeah. here. It's like a bit of fun, a bit of levity. And I've seen yeah. this trailer, multi- the Thor trailer, right. time after time after time, and it still makes me laugh and giggle every fun, time I yeah. watch it. Maybe DC's you know, really fundamental mistake is they didn't cast Jeff Goldblum as everything. <laughs> I think it's casting Ben Affleck as a grumpy oh old man. Wow. Well, and after everything we've heard about him this yes. week... Mm, not going to be giving that film the money. Nah. <laughs> Slightly different style on the Justice League. Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. So, George, do you want to explain what this movie is for people who haven't been keeping up? Yeah, Professor Marston is the guy who's the creator of Wonder Woman, also famously the creator of the lie detector test. So he was a, quite an unusual gent. Um, I, yeah, I have a lot of feelings about this trailer. I was really excited for this movie. I think the backstory and how Wonder Woman was created is, is fascinating. Um, Marston was, as you say, a bit of a, a, bit of a character. Um, he was <laughs> yeah, quite unusual. Uh, Wonder Woman is supposed to be based on both his wife and his girlfriend, who were perfectly aware of each other, and they all lived happily together. And they, the the deal was that because uh, Sadie Marston's wife had little interest in bringing up children, she would have kids, and then she could carry on going out to work, and the girlfriend stayed at home and looked after all their children. That was how wow. it was supposed to work. <laughs> but best yeah. laid intentions, yeah. Yeah, the trailer I already feel like is going to gloss over the women. Like it was very much the the this trailer opens with him explaining Wonder Woman and then being really doubtful. Whereas in fact, Wonder Woman was actually Sadie's idea. She was the one who suggested that a female superhero would be cool. They and were I just amazing it's... women in their own rights. Olive Byrne, his girlfriend, who was the daughter of of, uh, of Ethel Byrne, who who's like opened the first birth control clinic in America, and like her aunt was imprisoned for distributing birth control and stuff like this. And they were amazing women, and I don't want them to just be kind of here's some sexy lesbians in the trailer because they, they weren't yeah. and it seems to be they've done that here's the Wonder Woman comic here's the Wonder Woman comic creator with a bit yeah. of sauciness in the background and that's all they seem to have described which is, which is not their story I, also, I was also really amused that they referred to him as a respected psychologist which is also rubbish because the only thing he created was the lie detector which was discredited even at the time does anybody think that like I, <coughs> I think he's a good actor but Luke Greg Evans has a permanent smug look on his face. And you're just like, mate, I've got to punch you because you just look so smug all the time. I feel like Marston probably looked pretty smug all, all the, the time, time, though, so it's probably he, accurate for this he movie. He really annoyed me in the Hobbit movies just because he was there. He didn't even have to act or anything. It's just that know. face. It's like, Ugh. It's just really smug. Like, even in the Hobbit, when he like, like blasts Matt, he's like, yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I feel like the marketing for this film isn't doing it any favours because it's basically they've stolen all of the, the colour palette from the Wonder Woman posters and everything. Yeah. And they're, they're making it look like it's a Wonder Woman sequel. Yeah. They really yeah. are like ca- cashing in on the year of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, and also it's like, oh, you know, the untold story behind Woman, you'll never look at Wonder Woman the same again. It's like, why? Because he was in a polyamorous relationship. Grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Annihilation. Natalie Portman. Based on a book. I'm really excited about this because it's mm. uh, written, the screenplay is written by Alex Garland. Yeah. It's fantastic. It does look a bit to be like this year's uh, version of Arrival. Uh, I can see that, yeah. I'm just, I, I've i not read the books. I've, I've heard that the books are incredible. I think it's a trilogy. Um, but the visuals in the trailer are amazing. And what I like is it doesn't actually give much away of the plot. It's just several really arresting um, visual, you know, sort of really interesting imagery, few, sh- you know, sort of interesting shots of Natalie Portman. Um, yeah, and I, I'm just, I'm curious to see more, and I'm, I'm hoping that they retain a little bit of mystery for people who haven't read the book, yeah. just to be like, here's the kind of atmosphere that we're setting, come in, you know, we're, we're going to lure you in with that, rather than giving away every plot point. Let's bring Keith and Callum back in here. Let's do it. <laughs> and Dave. Let's, and Dave, Dave 
just like slouch against the wall. I didn't watch that trailer because I didn't look, didn't particularly seem of it, interest it's, to it's me. It's very sci-fi heavy, I'm, but as I said, yeah, I really I, do um, like Alex Garland. I haven't read stuff. the books and was very confused by what was going on in that trailer. It was sort of... It's spacey weirdness. That's all you need yeah. to know. <laughs> just, just give Alex Garland money and let him make films because it's just Dread was brilliant. Yeah, uh, uh, Ex Machina mm-hmm. was brilliant, and this mm-hmm. looks really good. And so, you know, it's good to have uh, somebody putting out good-looking films coming from kind of this country. So be good. And he's one of the uh, guest lecturers in my creative writing class. Right, let's do it, Peter Rabbit. Let's, oh! it. let's tear it apart. All right, two wo- two words sum up this entire movie, and those are James. Corden. And Corden. Mm. Beatrix Potter must be spinning in her twee little grave. Oh, you could you could run a small city off the spin she's got on at the moment. I, I mean, A, it's... <laughs> why is it? Why is he CGI? The definitive Peter Rabbit was the uh, the animation that was based off the illustrations from the books. Yeah. We don't need anything else. You can't improve on perfection. Also, Domhnall Gleeson is a better agent. Yes. And you've got... 24, 48 stories that Beatrix Potter wrote around this world. Why throw all of that away and then just go with, oh, let's make it into Trolls, the furry movie? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's just. James Corden needs to learn to say no. James Corden needs to learn to go away. James Corden is too quick to take on a cat. Like, literally anything he's offered, he will go for. He, the, he, like, doesn't, he doesn't say hello when he answers the phone. He goes, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> How much? <laughs> James Corden was the fat lad in Teachers. Does everybody say anything about James Corden? So that's what See, <laughs> are you, what, I think for me, what frustrates me about Corden is the fact that on stage, like, he's, an, he's, he's a very talented actor. It's just when he when it transitions to on the screen, he's just he should just not be allowed voiceover work. Nobody wants to hear that voice coming out of his own mouth, let alone an animated <laughs> character. I'm, I'm, I, I know I've said this before, but if anyone from Gavin and Stacey deserved to have his career, it was Ruth Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about Matthew mm. Horn? Nah. 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 <laughs> nah. Horn and Corden. No, it I, me on Twitter once. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I just no, I'm not. I, I still haven't forgiven him for uh, his part in the Catherine Tate show. Yes, and what annoys me more than anything else is now I feel sympathy for Farmer McGregor. That's how bad of a trailer this is, and that's how much the characters annoyed me. <laughs> it's a home invasion that trailer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just want to say, I think you're all wrong. This film looked amazing. It's got pigs, it's got hedgehogs, it's got foxes, and I did want to sell my car afterwards. So I think we should all go. And Get out of here, Mr. Timms. Go away. <laughs> go back to your farm. Why it's rubbish, Keith? Do you want to give us an item? <laughs> Oh, we're going to live song. with just that. That was Sing it. Sing us a song. Uh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, why is it rubbish? No, that's not bad. That's terrible. This this song is terrible. That's why it's rubbish. <laughs> George starts off. There was even a dance that went with that. That was amazing. Uh, my why it's rubbish this week is people who don't understand how copyright works with photos. Uh, I discovered that a food guide app had helped themselves to some imagery from my, one of my blog posts and had posted oh, them on Instagram. So that was nice. Um, yeah, that's Which not... is based in Germany as well, according to their website. Really? That's bizarre. It's something .de. It's yeah, like... they're plugging the Birmingham food scene, but they've just lifted a bunch of images from people's blog posts, including I was most amused to see pictures from Two Cats Kitchen, which is no longer open. <laughs> so they're doing a really good job of plugging the really up-and-coming Brom food scene there. But yeah, if anybody's I... confused about how that works, you, you can't just take people's photos. It's no. not okay. I mean, I used to tag all my pictures, but it got to the stage of... I really couldn't be bothered yeah. anymore because it takes hours it upon takes forever, hours. And then it looks crap anyway on the blog post. Yeah. So. But it's kind of like, just be nice and ask. Ask permission. 
Exactly. So I'm sure you'd have been more than happy. I would. To if they'd asked me, I'd have been totally okay with that because they've just done it. I, I sent them a message asking where I should send my invoice, and surprisingly, the image is now gone. So. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, the shop down. Well, the shop currently downstairs at our flat. Um, which currently. Are, currently, are you having plans already, Dave? <laughs> oh no, but the people who own it downstairs are. I've got plans. Yeah, they're they're tra- planning on. They've put a planning application in to uh, change it to a hot uh, Caribbean t- an English takeaway. Caribbean English takeaway. Yes. Yeah, so I'm guessing it's going to be a case of. But like burgers, kebabs, and jerk chicken. Unlimited jerk chicken, and you're complaining. Directly <laughs> under your living room. Yeah. Just send down a bucket. <laughs> like no, it, we're thinking more. <laughs> it, I mean, it, the let's be honest. The electrics at our place are um, <laughs> that's a state. Be hilarious. Um, yeah. B, there's a pub right over the road, so that's going to be loud on an evening. Hmm. B, and C, the smell. I mean, yes. the, the, it's currently a community centre below us at the moment, and they cook every now and again, like because they feed the home and stuff like that. And even then, you can still smell quite clearly exactly what they're cooking. Time to start looking in those latent properties, I think. Yeah. Like I say, it's just somewhat inconvenient, given that obviously I'm currently out of work. So yes. it's less than ideal. Well, at least you might have some Caribbean food as a short term. <laughs> well, the linings. Yeah. If you'd like to bring some in when you come in next week. <laughs> it doesn't take that little amount of time when the planning application comes yeah. in. Oh, we all wish it does. <laughs> I don't know about planning permission. I'm too young for this. <laughs> Guy. Can we throw Callan out? Guy, you're up. Uh, people who um, when you go to the gym, you just have the starers. So people who just like walk around. They're, they're you. All, no, no, no. I'm obviously doing working out and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm doing my running. But you just get the people who walk around and think they own the gym and they just stare at you like, you're doing exercise. You just chabs mainly, but it's just you get the starers. They just literally stare you down like you're not meant to be in there. That's their palace. That's their temple. Fat people shouldn't be allowed. You should go. I hate the starers. The people who are worse than that are the people who come and stand next to you whilst you're using a machine. It's like because it's part of their daily workout. It's like they need to be on this machine <laughs> at this specific time, and it's the entire world will be d- destroyed if they do not use this machine whilst you're there doing like your reps or something like that. It's like just wait. Be polite and wait. All, all the people who want, who just come in next to you and use a machine next to you, it's kind of like when someone comes and uses a urinal next to you, it's kind of like, I, I don't want to pee next to you and I certainly <laughs> wouldn't want to exercise next to you. Towels on seats as well at the gym. That is not I uncomfortable. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait until you get that one. People who think they can reserve machines by doing the old beach towel trick. I was going to say, like a sunbed. Yes. It's not, a machi- it's not your machine if you're putting a towel on the seat. The gym's rubbish, isn't it? Let's just say the gym. Just use the outdoors. Giant world. Keith? I am going to nominate uh, fans of geek-related genre films, TVs, shows that take their uh, passion for it just that little bit too far. People who start throwing themselves around on McDonald's floors. Szechuan sauce? (laughs) Or abusing people on Twitter. It's like, it's a TV show, it's a film... It's made by real people. If you don't like it or you don't like what they're doing, just get over it. Stop and watching. and you are not that character. No matter how much you repeat that catchphrase, you are not that character. You are a normal human being, so don't get your knickers in a bunch of stuff. The best way I've heard this described is anybody who identifies as a Rick. No, you are a Morty. 
Yeah. It's. It, 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 I think in. I think the now. They're a Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Jerry's were actually queuing at McDonald's. <laughs> See, the Jerry's are like, you know, they're, they're, they're not even in the McDonald's. They're outside pacing up and down, worrying about whether they should go in or not. Having a tantrum. But yeah, I think just stop, just calm down, fandom. Just calm down. Phil? Two words. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> I think we need to call it quits on that one. <laughs> nice. Thank you for the cloud of gas that you've just released from your face. <laughs> so pretty much that's it from... The team in us this week. Phil, where can you find us online? You can find us at Geeky Brummy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tinder, Twitter, Grinder, Scruff, Plenty of Fish, J Day, Bumble, Hornet, Jacked, Happen, Christian Mingle, Reddit, Rotten.com, Hot or Not. MySpace? No, no, MySpace, <laughs> is, MySpace is over. And where can we find you online, Phil? You can find me at Philip underscore Ellis. That's Philip with one L, Ellis with two. Not the Philip Ellis. Your rival. I, I mean, I am the Philip Ellis, but uh, no. Guy, can we, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter, Guy underscore Alford. George, where can we find you? You can find me at caramelattekiss.com or caramelattekiss on all social medias. One L on Twitter, two everywhere else. Callan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on all social medias under Danes Radio, D-A-Y-N-E-S, R-A-D-I... Dave, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter, dwit3187, Instagram and Facebook are Aces and Armour. Lord Bloomfield, where can we find Chili the Bottle? If you Google Hard Luck Hotel, if it's not Count Duckula, it's probably me. And Chili the Bottle? Chili the Bottle is Chili the Bottle on Instagram at the moment. Follow his adventures. He was meeting up with his pals uh, Chewbacca and R2-D2 the other day. You know, he had a cameo in the Last Jedi trailer, so see if you can spot him. You're still teasing out that brush work. Hey, the brush, the brush, he's busy. He's busy doing other things, so he'll, he'll make an appearance soon. You can find me... Pushing a cat in a buggy. Online at Ryan Parrish, which is my personal Twitter. Probably go on for all the foodie, 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 foodie stuff. And... You'll find us all at Kiki Rummy. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.